Welcome to Pokemon Variety Hour, the podcast where we talk about a whole a whole gaggle of Pokemon topics. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Riley, here with one of my five co-hosts, Odin. Uh, how's it going? It's going it's going pretty okay. It's going pretty okay. Yeah. That's a lie, but it's okay. I'm I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm that's my story, I'm sticking to it. Might as well. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Well. Well, I've decided I'm going to place the straw poll roundup before what we've been doing in Pokemon. But nobody voted on last week's straw poll, so that doesn't really affect it right now. So, Odin, what have you been doing in Pokemon? Well, uh, doing a lot of breeding for shinies, uh, doing a lot of raids, trying to get up them candy so I can work on my competitive Pokemon. Um, outside of that, really, uh, nothing. I did, however, happen to breed a shiny Phantom, Phantom, not Phantom, uh, Pumpkaboo within five eggs. So that's pretty, pretty Oh, good. that's awesome. Yeah, it was for my wife, Fuck so yeah. I, I was kind of hoping it wasn't going to take very long anyways, but uh, yeah. And uh, it was a super-sized one. It actually took me longer to find the super-sized uh, Pumpkaboo than it did to breed it for a shiny. Well, I forgot about the fucking size mechanic. Mm-hmm. Is there any stat differences with the Pumpkaboo sizes? There are, there are actually. Um, oh, shit. There are four different sizes. There's small, average, large, and super-sized. And as you go up, uh, their attack, HP, and speed are what changes. Yeah, um, I think honestly, uh, I think the average, the average or large pumpkaboo are probably the better ones because they uh, they have moderately decent speed and everything else with it. So yeah. All right. Anything else you've been doing, Pokemon? Uh, nope, not really. Actually, nothing really. Uh, I guess doing a lot of I guess uh, surprise trades. That's really all. It's like yeah. Wonder Trade. Uh, got anything cool? Yeah. Um, I've gotten a couple uh, Pokemon and Pokeballs that I wanted to have them in for breeding. Um, and then I did happen to get a Hone Edge that had the Pokerus ability, uh, the the Pokerus infection. So I'm pretty excited about that one. Now I can pass it on to a whole bunch of my Pokemon, especially my shinies, just to make it look like, oh man, they had Pokerus. Sweet. Hell yeah. So, there's there's no real benefit to Pokerus outside of uh, EV. It makes EV training a little easier. It uh, doubles their values that they earn. But that's that's really all I've been doing for Pokemon. I don't play any Pokemon mobile games or anything. Mobile games are. Good sometimes, but not all the time. Usually they're bad. I just stay away from them. Um, Mobile, I don't like being sucked into my phone. There, there's a term. There's a term for people who play mobile games. And since Jinji is not editing this episode, I can say it without him knowing. So, mm, mobile hoodlum. That's mobile hoodlum liter- is the term. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I agree. I'm just not a, uh, I don't know, man, just, just... Not a mobile hoodlum? 
I'm not. So, like, my wife is, definitely. She'll play mobile games all the time. She has this one that's just called The Cat Game, uh, where you, literally all you do is just collect cats. And there's, like, different That sounds like something Jinji would definitely play. <laughs> it's so dumb. I tried playing it. I downloaded it, and I was like, mm, this is this is dumb. Um, and then I did download this game called Post Nights. Basically, you're a post office. You're, you're a postman or woman. And uh, you go around delivering stuff, and you don't like, want to assume the off. gender of the post person. Well, because you can choose, I believe you can choose what out of like male or female. So, male, female, Apache attack helicopter. Yeah, there's none of that. They're they they keep it pretty basic. It's <laughs> 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 super basic, just male or female. That's all. That's the only options they have. Masculine, non-binary. <laughs> Transgender Nutois. <laughs> I am not a human. Literally alien. A Literally an alien. That's my gender. <coughs> Literally an alien. So got a non-binary transgender Nutois. I'm just like, whatever. Alright, cool. Sick. <laughs> What you about right. to? I'm about to say that, but first I would like to actually formally say because the circumstances were not a case until like recently, so I didn't say it at the beginning. Sorry for the lack of the cool music and transitions in sit in this episode. This one's just going up raw, folks. Raw. There's some <laughs> there's some tension in the water this week. <laughs> Did you don't want to? Did you don't want to edit? It's okay. Mm-hmm. I put up raw. I put up raw podcasts all the time. It'll be fine. Yeah. So what I've been doing in Pokemon, fairly light, I'd say. I haven't been recording my Leaf Green Nuzlocke for Bit Shoot because I'm already like eight episodes ahead, and I hate having that much of a backlog. So I'm just working through it before I start recording again. Oh yeah. <laughs> Like, I had a four, I recorded 14 episodes before I uploaded the first one, and I'm like, God, this is a lot of the backlog. I don't think I like this. Yeah. Because then I record Let's Plays of other games, and I'm like, oh, shit, I have to consciously remember not to talk about what happens in the Nuzlocke. Because this will go up before that. Yeah. Oof! Just drop that. My bad. That was loud. Don't mind loud noise, people. It's fine. Yep. <laughs> Loud noise, not getting edited out. Welcome to the world of raw podcast, people. <laughs> raw podcasting. Hell yeah. Uh, Uncut, roll, uncensored. Raw, weird. <laughs> there is no protection here. <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, we're going in raw. Please put your seatbelts on. In fact, we have none. Get ready. <laughs> Just hold on to whatever's closest. <laughs> Pretty, <laughs> Pretty much what it uh, is. No, it's not uh, so yeah, I think the only really Pokemon thing I did I, this week, I did like an hour ago. I uh, played the first half hour of Mystery Dungeon Explorers of Darkness, which I mentioned purchasing last week, I believe. And it's been a good time. I love it. Yeah. I love that game. The Mystery Dungeon Explorers games are like 
near the best in the franchise. Like, I'm pretty sure I put them on. I think in the beginning of Pixels, we did our top three games. We did the top ten later, and I revised it. But when we did our top three games in the first episode of Pixels, Explorers of Sky did fall in there. Yeah. We did, I, we had a one game per franchise rule for the top ten, so I had to I had to cave and give it to X and Y. But Explorers games are really fucking good. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. And I'd say that's about it for me this week, except I think I played like one round of Shuffle and I loved it immensely because Shuffle's the best. Shuffle was fun. I enjoyed it when I was playing it. I didn't play it for long, but I, I did play it. It wasn't bad. I fucking love Shuffle. Like, I'll stop playing it for months at a time, but I'll always come back to it and be like, man, this is just some nice, pure fun. It's a good mm, time. Fair. Oh, yeah. Alrighty, I think that's about it for me, so mm-hmm. we're going to go into our topic, and this is going to be a little bit of an ex- experimental episode, folks. I did not steal this idea from Digibro or Psy, and if you <laughs> say that, you, you're lying. Lol. Don't we're lie. Doing... It's not worth it. Have morals. <laughs> we're doing... We're going to rate all the Pokemon. This will sort of be like an eight-part series. There'll probably be different hosts in each of those series. God forbid I'm able to schedule episodes in a yeah. way that I need to. Um, we're going to rate all the Pokemon on a scale from one to five. One being bad, two being okay... Three being slightly more okay. I'm gonna stop. I meant to say one is bad, five is good, and then I my brain said two, and I'm like, well, I have to commit to this. <laughs> I, have to, I have to commit to reading the whole fucking scale. Yeah, no, we're just doing the first uh, 151, right? Yep, one first 151 this time around. And if it goes well, we're gonna do the next set 152 next... to 251. That's right. So we're going to go to the official Pokemon Pokedex website. I'm going to send fucking Colo, Odin, a link to where we're at right now. I could send a link. That wouldn't really do anything for the podcast, but could do that just because I said I would. I'm a man of my word, even when my Mm. word was a slip of the tongue. Lol. Good times. All right, we got the. I send the link, the official Pokemon Pokedex website. All right, you on the thing? Uh, this one right here. Hell yeah! Sure. Right. Okay. We got Pokemon number one, Bulbasaur. Now, I'm pretty sure you agree with me. No, you were a Charmander person, weren't you? That was like one of the three we Mm -hmm. were adverse on. Me and and Odin have most of the same starter preferences, and there's only like three differences. (laughs) Pretty much, yeah, there's not very much difference. Odin Odin is a cultured man, except for when it comes to Kanto, where he doesn't think Bulbasaur is five out of five best boy. I don't think Bulbasaur is. I think Venusaur is a lot better. I Bulbasaur's are super iconic. Like he's so good. He's just a little leafy boy. 
Yeah, he's definitely at least he's definitely at least a two for me. Like I'll, a I'll two? Holy shit! Wow, I give him a five. He's the best. <laughs> Jumping off strong there. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> by the way, if you, if you just Google, by the way, if you guys want to like look along, if you can't remember exactly what all 151 Pokemon look like, and you want to look along with us, you can. Look, just Google Pokedex and you'll find the official Pokemon Pokedex, which is what we're looking at. Pokemon number two, <clears throat> Ivysaur. Now, I still love Ivysaur, but I don't I don't think he's as good or iconic as Bulbasaur. I definitely list him at a three. Definitely. You like him better than Bulbasaur? You think it gets Absolutely. better? I definitely do. It's... It, yeah. I guess my the way I'm rating them really honestly is based on stats and whatnot and the likelihood of me actually using them. It's a competitive standpoint. Is that is that what you're is that your hill here? You're gonna rate them competitively instead of just what you like? I mean, I don't even like the Bulbasaur line that much. <laughs> this is not my first. Yeah, choice. just rate rate them based on what you like. You don't have to rate them based on stats. Oh, but then if you don't like it's Bulbasaur definitely it's so it's definitely a two. Oh, wow. <laughs> is Bulbasaur also a 2, or does Bulbasaur get downgraded Bulbasaur to a 1? Bulbasaur is also a 2. Okay. <laughs> now that Odin knows what we're actually doing, somehow, <laughs> right? assumed that, somehow assumed that I was like, Bulbasaur is a competitive fucking monster. <laughs> 5 out of 5. Competitive monster! <laughs> on this it's com- a 5! On this Watch objective this competitive take out rating. all your legendaries. <laughs> In this objective, in this objective competitive rating, Bulbasaur gets perfect score. I still think Ivysaur is great. Like he's obviously like an evolution, and he looks good. But I just don't think he's as iconic. So I'm gonna give him a four. That's fair. What's that beep noise? What? What beep? Hmm? Beep. Okay, never mind then. I, I, th- I figured you might know what that beep was. Negatory. I thought it came from your end. Okay. Pokemon number three, Venusaur. What are you thinking? How you feel? <sighs> Definitely a four. Ooh, just, high just, score for a Bulbasaur member. I'm gonna. I'll, I'll say it like this. Uh, the reason why there's there's two reasons why he's a four for me. One, competitively, he uh, Venusaur is a really solid option uh, if he's available. He's a solid, decent option, especially with the fact that they're fairy typings out now. So it makes a little bit more. Um, but four also because he does look kind of cool. I mean, who else grows a huge ass tree on on their back? I mean, like he's like he's like the original plant of a plant. Does that make sense? Yeah, <laughs> I get it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely a four for me. Um, I think he wraps up the line nicely. I think he's just as good as Bulbasaur. I think Ivysaur had a little bit of a awkward middle child syndrome, which made him slightly less quality. But I think Bulbasaur and Venusaur are both like super iconic and super cool. So I think I gotta throw Venusaur a five. Fact. <laughs> All right, Pokemon number four is Charmander. This is your favorite. <sighs> This is yeah, your best. This is boy. my. This is this is my. This is my best boy from Kanto. Uh, for uh, starters, definitely, definitely a four. Damn, doesn't even get the five. Well, because 
Charizard takes five. Okay. Uh, we we have fundamental disagreements there. We'll we'll get there when we get there. Um, Charmander <laughs> is just really cute. I really like Charmander. He's really iconic because of the anime. And there's nothing wrong with Charmander. He's the cute little fire lizard. Um, I hate him because of what he becomes, but he's you don't adorable. like Char- you don't like Charizard. Um, well, we'll get there when we get to Charizard. Okay. Um, but as for Charmander, I'm gonna give him a three point five. He's adorable and I love him, but his bloodline is cursed. Oh my god! All right, number five, Charmeleon. How you feel? Definitely still a four. Still four? I feel like Termelian is like the rebellious teenage child in the family. That uh, he just wants to look like he's a badass, but in reality, he, he, he hasn't grown his wings yet. So he doesn't really, he hasn't been able to leave the nest and fly yet. <laughs> I actually really like Charmeleon. His depiction... Mostly from his depiction in the anime and just for being, like, a Charmander but cooler. I'm actually a really big fan of Charmeleon to the point where I think he's my favorite of the of the line. I'm about to give him a four. I really like Charmeleon. Fair enough. Alright, Pokemon number six, Charizard. I'll let, you, I'll let you sing his praises before I knock him down. Oof, number... He, he, is, he is five. He, he is five, boy. Um, five so boy, death boy. If he's he's uh, I I like Charizard. I, he's not an actual dragon, but that's okay because that just means that he's better than the other dragons because he's not weak. To- well, all the other dragons are just weak against each other. He's kind of like a special snowflake dragon, but I mean he has. You know, he's fire flying. He has a really great solid move pool he can learn, too. I mean, this guy can learn solar beam. It's pretty solid. Uh, he, he's really good options. Plus, he can fly on him. He's a, he's, he's literally a, a Pokemon you can just get on in the beginning. Like, once you evolve it all the way up, and you're trying to travel around. You're like, all right, cool, Charizard. Let me just fly on you. I don't want to walk anymore. All right, cool. Let's go. <laughs> I've grown to hate Charizard just because of how much Game Freak throws him in your face. And he doesn't feel deserving of that. Like, there are other Pokemon that Game Freak throws in, their, in your face, but they're, they deserve it in one way or another. Pikachu, obviously, is just a mascot, and he works that way. Well, Lucario, see... who we'll get to in, like, three months when we do Gen 4, is actually legitimately cool. Charizard's cool, but not cool enough that they just throw him on everything. They just give him all the all the extra forms. I they feel like in... I, f- I feel like Charizard has earned those extra forms because if you think about it, Pikachu was the understudy because originally it was supposed to be uh, Clefairy that was supposed to be the uh, were in, in Pikachu's space. Mm-hmm. So. It's like Clefairy got sick. Pikachu, be, uh, Pikachu being the understudy, came in and took the rollover, and then they just stuck with it. They went with it. So I feel like Charizard is definitely more deserving than uh, Pikachu. I don't think so. Like he's cool, but he's not the coolest. Like if they wanted to, like 
run a cool Pokemon from Gen 1 to, like, market Gen 1. There are better Pokemon. You could have... You could have used Gyarados, infinitely cooler. Um, you could have used any of the legendaries, because they're mm-hmm. all dang. Charizard, I don't think, deserves all of his praise. And just because he's been shoved in my face to the point where I resent him in every possible way, including him being the only past starter to get into the Galar decks, I'm going to have to give him a two. Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> I just don't like him. No, it's all good. Everyone has the right to their own opinions. Number seven, Squirtle. Also a five. The Kanto starters overall, especially the first forms, because even Charmander got a high score, are fucking great. I love Squirtle. He's an adorable turtle friend. Squirtle squad in the anime is awesome. Squirtle gets a five. How about you, uh, Odin? I'll give him a three for favorite, but I'll give him a, f- uh, you know, let's give him a three and a half because four for cuteness, three for like liking him. So just three and a half. I definitely give it a three and a half. Okay. Yeah, that's understandable. Yeah. It's just the, the starters usually deserve high scores because they're very iconic. They're, they're designed <laughs> to be the first Pokemon you get. And I think they're designed with that in mind. They just look really good. That's they look fair, I guess. War Turtle. Honestly, probably the best middle child. I give him a five. I love I, War Turtle. I have to agree with you, actually. Fuck yeah! War Turtle's awesome! I, I, I loved War Turtle. The way, the way War Turtle looks just looks fucking awesome. Uh, he, he looks like he's powerful, little bit like slightly whimsical in an aspect, almost like mythical style looking. But he, he's solid. He, he really is solid. Looks cool. He's fucking. He's cool as hell. I like his ears. I like his tail. I like everything about him. Absolutely. It's fucking awesome. Which is why, mm. even though I love the next guy, I love Blastoise. He doesn't really look like where War Turtle would go logically. It, yeah, it doesn't. It's like you did away with the frilly and you gave him regular ears. I'm like, all right, I guess. You could have done. I could have done so much more. He's still awesome with the fucking cannon on his back and just being a big old turtle. But I think he does have to get a slight dock from War Turtle. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give him a four and a half. I'm gonna give him four point five. Uh, I'm just I'm just kidding. I'd give him a four. All right. It's just it's hard to rate low the Kanto starters besides Charizard. It, it is. It, it's it's hard to rate low on most starters. I mean, there are some that I will just hella low. Oh, once we like, once like we get to Gen Six, you'll learn the definition of rating a starter low. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Caterpie. How do you feel about Caterpie? One. One really? One. Uh, understandable. One. <laughs> he is just like a lame old bug type, but I think he's a lot of the Gen One Pokemon succeed in being really iconic. And I think Caterpie's no exception. He is kind of just a lame bug, but he's a lame bug who sticks in my head, and I think oh, he's a pretty cute lame bug. So I'm gonna give him. I'll give him halfway. I'll I'll give him literally halfway on the scale and give him two point five. All right. 
Metapod one. How about mm. you, Odin? I'm he looks dumb. To, I'm gonna. I'm definitely gonna have to say a one. Also. Also, oh, are you ready for me to ruin your entire perception of Metapod forever? So look at Metapod, right? Okay. What direction is Metapod facing? Shit. Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I've just what are you looking at? perception of Metapod. What is your direction in life, sir? <laughs> I had this pointed out to me. It's like, what if um, what you think is his back is his front? Because it's like a nose shape. And I was like, oh, God. Oh, God. Can never look at Metapod the same way again. Never. Yeah, Metapod's lame. He's a one. He obviously sucks in battle because he can only use Harden. I don't think that's necessarily... Damning him to a one, I think there's more than one reason Metapod's a one. Like, once we get to the other cocoon of the generation, he's not going to do much better, but he's going to get more than a one for me. But oh, yeah, we'll get there in a minute. But next is Butterfree. Not nest, not like I don't think it deserves a five, but it's definitely great. I'm going to give it a four. What about you? I'm going to give it a two and a half. Wow, really? <laughs> two because. I give him a two because I just don't like it. Three because the design is still decent. They they got the point across what they were trying to get after. And also, Butterfree's Goodbye is the most iconic episode of the anime, and it makes everyone cry. And if you didn't cry it, during Butterfree's Goodbye, you're a horrible person. It didn't make me cry, but I did cry at Happy Feet. I, rem- I vividly remember as a kid... Just being a really shitty child on the day my my whoever took me to see Happy Feet took me to see Happy Feet. I was like running around the theater, hiding under the seats. I was not at all paying attention to the actual movie that was on screen. Wow. I was living in my foster home at that time and I cried to a Happy Feet. Uh, it was when they were when he got taken and put into the zoo and he's throwing fish at the wall and slamming himself into the wall trying to feed his family. Oh no! <laughs> because I was in a foster home and I couldn't get to my family. Oh god! So it 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 touched me. I was just like, I feel you, man. I feel you. I feel your pain, bruh. I feel it. I feel it in my bones. <laughs> I got this feeling inside my bones. Inside my bones. It turns it goes electric, electric, baby. Wavy when I turn it on. <laughs> Don't need no reason to lose control. <laughs> well, uncut. Uncut. Unadulterated, uncut. uncensored content. No filters. This is Pokemon Variety Hour as it was intended. Whoa. So Weedle. <sighs> Alright. So I like the Weedle line, but Weedle, the design for Weedle itself, and just the Pokemon, I'm definitely going to give it a two and a half. 
I'm gonna give it a two. Uh, I think it's the weakest of the two caterpillars. Um, he's like a lame brown caterpillar with some spikes. It's not cool. His, his yeah. line, his line's pretty good, but we don't think pretty weak start. I'm gonna give him. Uh, you're right. You're it. right. Kakuna, this is the other cocoon Pokemon I was talking about. He's gonna get a two point five from me. I think he looks cooler than Weedle does. He definitely looks cooler than Metapod does, but he's still just a cocoon. I'm gonna give it a three point five because it looks like it's wearing a tie. I'm giving it a five because it looks like it's wearing a tie. <laughs> <laughs> It's, You've opened it, my eyes to a whole new aspect of this Pokemon. He's so fancy. It's so fancy. He's like, first I'm a little, I'm a little dipshit. Now I'm gonna grow up a little bit. I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna, have a tie. I'm a tie. Okay, the five was a meme, but I think for that I'm actually gonna boost it to a three. Yeah, I really like now the visual of it wearing a tie. Beedrill. What do you think? I, I have to give it a four. A four? Now, I, I'm going to give it a four. And the reason why it's not getting a five for me is because I'm allergic to all insects that sting you. I'm, and I mean, I'm terrified me, of every bug. Beedrill gives me anxiety. But it, it it's also getting a four because I love Mega Beedrill. Mega Beedrill must give you a lot of anxiety. It has like six stingers. It's it's intense, bro. It's an it's intense, intense feeling. I used one on my competitive team for a while. And... Yeah. <laughs> I've played along with... I've played around Mega Beedrill. Uh, the only Mega I've ever actually used for a consistent amount of time is uh, Gallade. But... Oh. I want to say the most the mega that I've used probably the most was definitely Gardevoir. Hey, hey. Um, yeah, the thing with Gallade, we'll, we'll obviously get to Gallade at some point, but just real quick, I always use Mega Gallade because I really like Swords Dance, Drain Punch combo. Very good strat for mm-hmm. the mega, with the mega stats to back it up. As for Beedrill, I'm also going to give it a 4. He's just as solid as Butterfree as a final evolution bug. He's where Butterfree is like cute and happy, Beedrill is like cool and fierce, and he pulls that off just as well as Butterfree pulls off the cute and happy. Yeah. So I'm gonna give it the same rating. Four. Four for Beedrill. How hmm. long have we been going? We're fifteen Pokemon in. Don't know. I haven't keeping be, track of This is gonna be a good one, folks. It's gonna be a long, <laughs> long, long time. <laughs> gonna be a long, long time. <laughs> Pidgey! How do you feel about Pidgey? So, <clears throat> Pidgey actually was one of my favorite uh, bird Pokemon uh, for like in the beginning games. Uh, probably one of my favorite Pokemon that always made it into my team. Always. Always, always, always. Um... Used it quite a bit. I'm definitely going to give it a three. It, it has a three in my book so far. So I've never had a problem with Pidgey. 
And I had it I had it pointed out. I watched a YouTube video, a YouTube video that may or may not be somewhat similar to this concept where mm. Asperger, a man who I have worshipped on the altar of for many, many a year, talked about Pidgey and gave it a one on the grounds that it's, it's quote, just a fucking bird. Just a fucking bird. <laughs> and he is kind of just a bird, but he... I think he has a little bit of charm. Like, I don't think he deserves a one, but he's not extraordinary. I'm going to give him a two. That's fair. Pidgeotto gets a five. Pidgeotto is getting... Pidgeotto's getting a... uh, Pidgeotto's getting definitely a 3.5. I fucking... Pidgeotto's iconic as hell. He's awesome. Like, I love... Like I said, I like the Pidgey line... I really do. Pidgeotto definitely does definitely does get that three point five for me. Um, it's just a slightly bigger bird. <laughs> nah, I think that's bird. what I think that's what Burger said too. But I have to, I have to give it the big X on that one because he's just cool. They took Pidgey grew up and now he's a cool ass like fucking thug teenager that's gonna steal your lunch money. Yeah. He's got the cool slicked back hair. I love Pidgeotto. He's the best of the line and he's some one of the best in the gen. Five. Yeah. Pidgeot still cool, but less cool than Pidgeotto. I'm gonna give it a three. He gets a four and a half for me. Oh. Why is that? Oh, yeah. So, Pidgeot is like the Jesus bird. Straight up. Like, it gets the long, nice hair. It gets the mega evolution. And I don't know about you, but mega Pidgeot is actually pretty dope. And it comes from Pidgeot. And I just, I like it. It's a really huge bird. It's not as big as I am. It definitely is just like, it's just a good bird. It's 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 good bird. A good bird, but I think Pidgeotto better bird. Yeah. Each own. Rattata, how do you feel about this guy? <sighs> uh, not a fan. Really? I don't. I don't. I am not a Pidgeot. I, I am not a Rattata fan. In any means, there's nothing that anyone could ever say that would make me think different. Two words, hyperfang. Yeah. I did it. I did it. I made you feel different. I did it. Nah. It's, it's, <laughs> just, it's just a bird. I mean, it's just a rat. <laughs> I don't think it's a bird. It's a bird now. <laughs> it's a bird So now. say it's me. It's now just a bird. It's just a fucking bird. Just a that fucking my, bird. That was my Asperger impression, everybody. Uh, let me know how it was. <laughs> this week's straw. This week's straw poll. How was my Asperger impression? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so many complaints would happen.
<laughs> you think anybody cares about the straw polls I put in the fucking description? I don't know. Um, Tata's just solid. He's not extraordinary by any means, but he's solid. He's iconic. I'll give him a three. Nah. I think I I'm also going to give Radicate. I'm also going to give Radicate a three. He's just as good, but not really like better in any R- extraordinary R- way. Rattata definitely gets a one from me, and Radicate gets a two only because it looks like a reject gerbil. Ah shit. Um, I think he just looks like an angry. He looks like an angry gerbil. Like you fucking. <laughs> He's been. Rejected. You didn't feed me. You didn't feed me enough, so now I'm gonna fucking eat you. A neglected gerbil. Oh no. Oh no! <laughs> this is where you're oh, like, God. shit. <laughs> He's right. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> hey, oh, how do you feel about Spiro? It's just another bird. It is just a bird. <laughs> a one. It gets a one. This is there's no creativity. It's a bird. Why do I feel like have you like secretly watched the video I'm referencing? <laughs> I'm, having I'm having war I'm... flashbacks. <laughs> having war flashbacks to listening to my favorite man in the world rip on all the Pokemon. <laughs> It's a bird. That's all it is. It's a stupid fucking bird. <laughs> Spiro's just a bird. He's kind of cool, I guess, but he's also just a bird. I'll give him a two. If you have to put he's kind of cool, I guess, he's not cool. <laughs> he's, he's two. <laughs> you're, you're minimalizing it and using excuses. He's a bird, it's not but cool. It's he's just a bird. A bird. No, no, no. I'm saying he's cool. I guess he's like, he's just a bird, but slightly cooler than a normal bird would be. But still not right. that cool because it's a bird. All right, that's all right. All right. Firo, Firo gets a four. Firo's great. I love Firo. It can have a three. It can have a three because it he looks pissed off. <laughs> That's the entire reason he gets a three. Just he looks angry. The entire reason he just he's angry that he exists in this game. He's like, why do I? Why am I here? I wanted to be a Digimon. I wanted to be a Digimon. <laughs> At least I'd have a cooler <laughs> form after this one. You piece of shit. <laughs> I get some armor. Maybe I'm turned to a human. Like Padawan. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, fear we get to through. Alright, next is Ekans. Hey, 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 Odin, you wanna know a fun fact about Ekans? <sighs> Spell you wanna know a fun fact about Ekans? <laughs> yeah. This is Snake. This Nick is Snake. <laughs> He's kinda just a fucking snake. He's just but a he snake. Al- he's also a little iconic, and Team Rocket gives me good memories of him. So I think he's going to join Caterpie Smack Dab in the middle with a 2.5. <laughs> he gets a 2. 
God, Gen 1 Pokemon are so unoriginal. <laughs> hey, here's Arbok. You want to know a fun fact about Arbok? That's... <laughs> what, what's the fun fact about it? It spells Cobra backwards. No way! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. Much cooler than Ekans and pretty cool overall, I think I'm going to give it a 4. It gets a 3 for me. Alright. I'm very generous with these ratings because I love all the Pokemon. That's Pokemon fair. are just good. I'm a very non-biased person. Here's a Pokemon that everybody knows. Your grandma knows him. Your 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 dog probably knows him. It's Pikachu. definitely knows it. <laughs> <laughs> your cat knows it for sure. Yeah, I mean, my cat does know it because I have a cat and there's a giant Pikachu plush in my room, so I'm sure he looks at that. It's like, wow, that's a very big yellow thing that you have there. That looks unnecessary. (laughs) I don't know where... I don't know. I think a friend of my mother's found it on the side of the road or something. I don't remember the story, but I know... Imagine taking that thing to, like, the the laundromat to get it clean, just shoving this Yeah, no, it was dirty and shit. It was dirty. It was literally dirty, but I was like, I love it anyway. This is my child. I can just imagine your mom taking this to, like, the laundromat and just trying to shove it into like the giant washers that they have there and putting in quarters and having people look at her like insane. What is she putting there? Is that a Pokemon? So, I think so. Pikachu. Pikachu's great. The The Pokemon company knew what they were doing when they made Pikachu the mascot because he's just naturally cute and charming. So is Clefairy! Um, uh, uh, we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, it's a Pokemon that walks around waving its finger and can do any move using metronome. Yeah, but Togepi's that, but cuter and better. Yes. Um, Pikachu. I don't want to give him a five because he is kind of oversaturated. Plus, he's not—he's <laughs> not the best of his line. But but we'll get to that in the next time we do this because. <laughs> The member of his line is the best member of his line. Doesn't come in until next gen. There um, is no best of line for Pikachu. There is a best of line for Pikachu. <laughs> and we'll talk about it when we do Johto. Don't you talk shit about Pichu. Fuck you. <laughs> what do you rate Pikachu? A one. What? Because <laughs> he's so oversaturated. I don't like this Pokemon. Cameron, is that it. you? It's so bad. Cameron Johns? <laughs> Host of Inarcius We Trust? Is that you? <laughs> Can't do it. Can't do it. Uncut. Uncut. Pokemon Variety Hour. <laughs> Jinji would have cut that joke if he was editing. <laughs> Uncut, uncensored, baby. Whoa. Uh, Raichu. Alright. So, here's the deal. Here's the deal. I don't like Raichu, but I like Alolan Raichu. Alolan Raichu would get a 5. Alolan Raichu, if you're rating Alolan Raichu, would get a 5. Alolan Raichu would definitely get a 5. I will be honest. But Raichu Raichu in general... 
If I gave Pikachu a 4.5, I think Raichu's still solid, but Pikachu's just cuter and better. So I think I'll give Raichu a 4. Yeah. You get a one for you, like Pikachu. <laughs> it, gets, it gets a two because it looks a little better. Okay. Sandrew, I love this little boy, but he's just unextraordinary. So I'm gonna give him a three point five. I like Sandrew. Um, I actually like it's a lowland form better. Um, I think the it looks lowland like an form kind of looks. I think it looks too blocky for me. I don't know it's how meant I, I, to, it's meant to look like an igloo. I know it's meant to look like an igloo, but I just don't like that it looks blocky. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a three, though. Yeah, we gotta we we gotta remember to like touch on Alolan forms, and I'd say megas, but we already missed like seven megas. Um, That's all right, because there's not really like a time to rate them because they're not like their own thing in the Pokedex. Yeah. Sandslash, um, still unextraordinary, but an improvement over Sandshrew, a good evolution. I'll go to four. So, Sandslash holds a very special place in my heart because in. Okay, why um, don't you, why don't you, for at least two and a half minutes, tell our listeners why Sandslash is the best place in your heart while I go to the bathroom? Sounds good. So Sandslash holds a very special place in my heart because when playing Leaf Green and Fire Red, uh, Ruby, Emerald, Sapphire, I loved, it's going to sound stupid, I loved its backdrop. Like when you were fighting with it in a battle, how it looked when you were in a battle. I loved that background of it. Um, because it looked like it was trying to like bring up its right claw to like slash down at something. Looks amazing, but Alolan Sandslash though also looks amazing. I, I I love the way it looks. Um, I will say though that it is definitely underpowered. It's it's not great, but it's still it's still a good. It's still a good. Definitely. <sighs> Riley's not back yet, so that's fun. We're just gonna sit here and we're just gonna enjoy my voice and we're talking. Um, and maybe you'll figure something out. Maybe you'll, uh, maybe you'll learn to imitate my voice. Maybe that'll be a thing. I'll be, I'll go viral. I'll be on a TikTok. You never know. Things could get interesting from time to time. This, I hate being <laughs> Oh, let me just take a hit of cancer. Okay, I'm back. What did I miss? My full explanation of why Sandslash holds a very special in my heart. I heard, I heard something about a fucking backdrop, and I heard you mention a Lowland Sandslash, which I was very happy about. I was like, yeah, he's doing the thing where he mentions the thing. Well, I'm going to. That's my job. Yeah, your job is to actually like do the things that I'm supposed to do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm the guy who remembers to do the things that you're supposed to be doing. <laughs> yep. That's always nice. So, Nidoran female, this is where the five scale kind of feels hard because I love the Nidoran line, but like, if I was on a 10 scale, it'd be easy to be like, this one's an eight, this one's a nine, this one's like a 9.5, but the five scale is harder. Um, 
I'm upset at this line because this is the first line in Pokemon. This 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 is the first Pokemon in their history for doing uh, male female variants. I'm really upset that they have separate numbers. I think it's interesting that they're like kind of a different species, and it's not just like a gender difference like the others. Yeah, I guess. Nidoran, I guess, is kind of unextraordinary, but he's the start of a good line, and his design is still iconic, like most Gen I, One designs are. So I'm, I'm gonna give pretty... Nidoran theme. I'm gonna give Nidoran female because I don't want to give the Nidorans over a three, and I like the male one more. I think I'm gonna give Nidoran female a two point five. Okay, I'm curious about something. So while we're while we're talking, I'm gonna look something up. Okay, did you um give your rating for Nidoran female? Oh, definitely a two. Okay. I have some... Nidoran is special to me in a couple of ways for a couple of reasons. Okay. I really like Nidorina. Um, Because I just... I don't know. I'm like... I really like its design. And also there's a funny Game Grumps joke that has to do with Nidorina. And that's that's it. That's all. Uh, I'm gonna give New Arena a three point five. I'm definitely probably gonna give it probably a three because it does look better than the other. Okay. Nito Queen <clears throat> five. I love uh, the Royal Nito line. I'm gonna. Royal I'm gonna Nito's. give. I'm going to give it a three. Really? Yeah. Despite it being a non-legendary Pokemon, it can't breed. Really? It's gonna You're going to dock it two points because it can't breed? Heck yeah! You can breed a Nidoking with a Ditto, and it'll give you either Nidoran male or Nidoran female. But you can't breed no, you wanna... a Queen with a Ditto. And get... You can breed a Nidoran female, though, with, like, fucking whatever else in its egg group. Or is it Nidoran male? Either way. In order... It just, it, it's horrible! Weird Pokemon pedo shit, question mark? Just breeding... Because the Nidorans a... can breed, but not the adult ones? It's random information. It's, it's random info that I know. It's just really obnoxious. Yeah... Actually, I think I'm going to drop it to a four because I don't like that it has tits. <laughs> you don't like tits? I like tits, but I don't like Nidoran. <laughs> not on my Pokemon! <laughs> <laughs> well, not on this Pokemon. Oh, okay, that's a in whole gen, other in gen, four, in gen 4, we'll get to tits on Pokemon. Oof. <laughs> Nidoran male. Better Nidoran. 100% better Nidoran. Definitely a better Nidoran. It gets a 3 in my book. I also give it a 3. Mostly because I like the color purple, and I do think it looks... It looks... It just looks a little bit more um, like it's about to hurt you. Yeah, it looks like it looks like a better fighter. Mm-hmm. Nidorino, kind of like fat and blocky, and I don't know how I... I don't think I'd like it that much. I'm gonna give it it looks. It looks like a beefcake. 
like it's starting to become a beefcake. Like it just learned about exercising. Like Anita Rand trying to get fucking swole. Uh, what's your number rating for Mr. Nitorino? Oh, uh, it's definitely gonna it's definitely gonna get a three it's gonna get a three. Okay. Nito King gets a five. Nito King gets a four point five for Cause it can't breed. No, Nitto King can breed. Oh, I thought both of the kings and queens nope, couldn't. Nitto Queen Nitto Queen cannot. Oh yeah, Nitto that's Queen. where I heard Nitto like King the can. weird Pokemon. That's where I hear the weird Pokemon pedo shit joke because Nitto King can breed and it can breed with a Nidoran female, but not with a Nitto Queen. Sketch. <laughs> sketchy, sketchy. The sketch of sketch. No, Nito King's not sketchy. We aren't to Smeargle yet. <laughs> I had to, to do. I have to do a. I have to do a Gingy tear pun real quick just to make up for his absence. Fair enough. All right, um, Clefairy, the original planned mascot. Four. Four. Yes. That's adorable. It's good. I don't think it deserved to be the mascot. I think it's, it was a good call to switch to Pikachu. I'm going to give it a three. Clefable, <laughs> I like more than Clefairy. I'm going to give it a four. Clefable is definitely getting a five. Um, oh, shit, very really? Com- very competitive, actually, also. Uh, yeah, with once the ability Gen 6 to... came around, yeah. The ability Magic Guard really made it awesome, honestly. It made it solid. It's crazy because... when, like, a couple of changes turns a Pokemon from, like, super shitty to amazing because Clefable and Gens 1 through 4 saw, like, no competitive play. It was shitty as well, fuck. And it was just a normal seven. typing. Yeah. And I mean, there are normal gained... types who are good. Yeah, but until it actually gained the fairy typing, it wasn't widely sought out. It gained more resistances... And it, it became a much better Pokemon. It could actually deal with a lot of other tough-to-deal-with Pokemon. It, if it had the ability of Magic Guard, it wouldn't take damage from uh, any like ailments that would cause damage. It wouldn't take damage from any any like weather effects like hail or sandstorm. It wouldn't take damage from um, from uh, like if you were caught in a fire spin. Or if you were caught in like a sand trap or anything like that, it it, it would only take damage isn't from its actual moves that under- deals damage. Isn't its hidden ability unaware too? Nope, it's just it's cute charm and magic guard. Oh, I thought he had unaware as its hidden ability. Nope, magic guard is its hidden ability. Really, I thought Clefable had fucking unaware. Negative. Huh. Not that I can remember. I don't know. I can check. Clefable ability. Oh, unaware is its hit ability, but you can have it can either have uh, cute charm or magic guard. Magic guard's the best anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, magic guard is the best. I might, I might actually breed for one of those next. All right. So anyway, uh, no more tangents. We're only thirty-six Pokemon into the hundred fifty-one. <laughs> Vulpix is five. Vulpix great. Vulpix is iconic. Vulpix is adorable. Vulpix is a five. 
3.5. Fuck off. Get off this podcast. If you don't give Volpix a 5, All it's right, over. <laughs> Rip. <laughs> Why is Volpix a 3.5? It's cute. It's a fox. It's a Firefox nonetheless. But it just it, it just doesn't feel it doesn't scream five to me. It screams five to me, and the if we were writing the Alolan form, it'd also get a five. It's just as cute and just as great. That's fair. I just I don't know. I, it's, what did I say? Three or three point five? Three point five, I think. Yeah, well, it's same three point five. <laughs> Nine tails still great, not as great as Volpix. I'll give it a four. Four point five. Oh, I like its shiny version. Its shiny hmm. form is nice. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Jigglypuff, another really iconic Pokemon, and I'm gonna go to five. Probably entirely <sighs> based upon its appearance in the anime, but still, it's just a cute little puffball. You, it sings for you, and you fall asleep, and it gets mad, and it draws stuff on your face. Uh, I definitely feel like it's a... Uh, I'll, I'll give it a two now. It's, it's adorable. It sings. It's pink. It looks like a big-eyed Kirby with hair and ears. But it's... It's the Kirby Pokemon. It's just me. <laughs> my my views on Gen One. This so. Still there. Thank you. And what'd you give Wigglytuff? My shit broke. Oh, um, I definitely give Wigglytuff a four. Sorry, say it again? A four. There's not much of a difference between Wigglytuff and Jigglypuff, but Wigglytuff is... It it just looks... It's a little more aesthetically pleasing to me. Wigglytuff is underappreciated. I love him just as much as Jigglypuff, if not more. He also gets a five, just like Jigglytuff did. Hmm. Uh, Zubat, one. <laughs> That's a two. I like bats. He's the bat. He's the fucking bat. And also, he's everywhere, and I fucking hate it. Cave herpes. Go bat, on the other hand, I love. Not, like, crazy love, but I think he's great. I'll give him a three. It's a three. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there you go. Yeah, three. Oddish, oddish, five. So I just want to laugh. Looking at oddish, its category for type of Pokemon is weed. No, don't don't you dare make that joke about my pure (laughs) precious angle. It has nothing to do with marijuana. (laughs) (laughs) The simple fact that its its category is weed. It's gonna He's get a three. He's just a little fatty. <laughs> He's a five. I love him. 
Gloom gets uh, a three. He's solid, but definitely not as cute as Oddish and not as good. Yeah, Gloom is Gloom probably gets about a two and a half. I like Gloom, but it's just not cute. And Oddish should be cute. Speaking of cute, he gets cute again. Vile Plume, not as maybe crazy adorable as but still adorable. I give it a four. 3.5? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's it's like the... It's like you rip... <clears throat> it's like someone ripped this Pokemon right off the top of Venusaur. Paris, Paris. It's Paris, everybody. Um, 2.5? Yeah, uh, I'd like 2, two, two to 2.5. He's just a mushroom boy. Parasect, 3.5, I think. Mm, I'll give it a 3. Okay. I really like the concept of Parasect being like a zombie that's been taken over by a parasite. And I like his design. He just doesn't, he's just not like extraordinary. So I think 3.5 is uh, good. Yeah. Pokemon number 48, Venonat. He's a little puffball baby. It's like a. It looks like it. It looks like if um, a dust bunny grew antennas, eyes, and put a bone through its nose. When I was a small child, I thought dust bunny was a real animal. That's a. <laughs> That's a. Do- I didn't even think that. <laughs> I give Venom that a 3.5. He's solid. He's cute. Yeah. Probably about a. Probably, yeah, I'll give Venom a four. Hey, you want to like disconnect and reconnect? You keep like cutting off at the end of your sentences. I don't know if it's a connection thing. <clears throat> it's just connection thing. It's the weather. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. I'm it's, I'm bound to have some issues because. Pokemon Variety are uncut with only two people, and one of them has bad connection. What a glorious quality episode. Beautiful. The best. Venomoth. Number 49. Uh, Three? He's solid. I'm going to give it a 3.5, only because it does look moderately interesting. It's cool, I guess. It's not as it's not as cool as like other. Well, we're coming up on we're coming up on Jinji's favorite Pokemon line. They're his favorite one. <sighs> Diglett. I'm like I don't even. I don't like Diglett, Diglett or any. I don't like any of its forms. Diglett gets a two point five. Uh, he's good. I'm I gonna, guess <clears throat> I'm gonna give it a one for non creativity. Makes sense. Uh, low on form, we get a one because he's just Diglett with three little fucking hairs on his head. <laughs> and Jinji's favorite Pokemon of all time, Doug Trio. Gross. It's, it's, it's awful. It's awful. And the 
the Alolan form of it just looks like a bunch of hip like hobos, like surfer he's, hobos. Uh, da, da, da. Okay, Duck Trio gets a three point five. Duck Trio's fine. His Alolan form gets a five. They're fucking majestic. Look at those majestic <sighs> fucking manes. It's like Pantene. <laughs> yeah, I'll give it a three, I guess. Yeah. Meowth, it's hard not to give Meowth a five. Meowth is iconic in all the right ways. Meowth, it can have a five. It can have a four. Where does it lose the point? Because it's just not that good. No, this is very funny to me that there's um. So on the official Pokedex website. There's a Pokemon TV section where it'll show you anime episodes with the Pokemon in them. Yep. For Meowth, wouldn't that be, like, literally all of them? <laughs> like, every episode? <laughs> Here's all the episodes that Meowth is in. What? Except for, like, every single one! 20, I think, po- I think, with the exception of, like, a 20-episode span in black and white after, like, their big ol', like, super plan failed. They've been in every yeah. episode. Mm-hmm. Persian, uh, three. Mm. He's good, but he's not as iconic. It's as just a, it's one. just a big cat that looks like its face looks like Giovanni. Mm. Three. That's what, I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it like a two and a half, maybe a three. All right. Ah, uh, Jindy's not here to do the Psyduck. Psy? Duck. Psy. <laughs> he's become the new Pixels Media mascot, and also he's just so iconic. He's There's so much good shit with Psyduck. Psyduck definitely four. gets a four in my book. This is a very specific reference. If you've ever heard of the podcast Pokemon World Tour United, there's a... It is a Pokemon tabletop RPG podcast. Highly recommend. Um, there's a side character named Private Psy, and it's a Psyduck detective, and it's the best thing in the world. Jeez. I have not heard it. Psyduck is five. Pokemon World Tour United is fucking great. Uh-huh. Golduck? I really like Golduck, but he's just not as iconic as Psyduck. I'm going to give him a four. Golduck is getting a five, man. Oh, shit, really? This duck is just intimidating. I'll be honest. If I ran into this duck in the wild, and, like, in real life, if I ran into it, I would be scared shitless. I mean, to be fair, in real life, I'm scared of any animal that is not a cat or a dog. So I'd probably be scared in real life of, like, 80% of the Pokemon. I'd probably be scared to death of fucking Psyduck. I think Psyduck would be intimidating at first. You'd be like, what the hell is that? Eh, I feel like maybe Psyduck would be like, oh, this is too cute. But like, then again, ducks are also cute sometimes, and I'm fucking terrified of ducks. Yeah. Mankey! 3.5? He's good, I guess. I'd give it a 3. He gets better. He's a good... He's a good precursor to what he becomes, which is great, but he's just kind of like the baby before the actual cool thing. 
So, 3.5. Mm-hmm. Primate gets a 5. Primate's iconic. Primate's cool. I get a 5. And it's that one Pokemon that if you get it too angry, it will die. Wait. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. Yep, Primate. Uh, when you get it so angry... Uh, if you get it angry enough, um, it starts burning off a lot of... It starts burning off, like, it's... It's metabolism rate increases so rapidly that it can actually kill itself from being too angry because it's using up so much of its energy. Hell yeah. <laughs> I don't know that that was not the appropriate response, but... Primate's awesome. He gets a five. He's great. <laughs> Good boy. Good lad. Was that a fart? No, that was me dropping a cup. Speaking mm-hmm. of good lads, guess who's also getting a five? Growlithe! <laughs> Growlithe gets a four for me. Get out. <laughs> All he's right. a puppy! He's just a puppy, but he's also a fire puppy. It's adorable. It really is. I do like dogs. I'm more of a wolf person. And I am like, I mean, it it is kind of wolf esque, but it is definitely a dog. It is definitely doggo. Is doggo? It is a yes. puppers. It is definitely puppers. It's a puppers. And Arcanine also a five. Great evolution, majestic. Arcanine definitely gets a five. Fuck yeah. Arcanine is a good boy. Poliwag. <sighs> Are you ready for me to make you never look at Poliwag the same way again? Uh, you're talking about the swirls on his stomach being his intestines? Um, no, but that's also pretty bad. Um, what, is that, <laughs> what is that circle under its eyes? Is that its mouth or its nose? That's its mouth. Yes, but you see, it could also be his nose. Could it be? I mean, because because if you look at the next, if you look at, I think it's Polyrath. Never mind. Never mind. I I guess the people who told me this were just fucking blind. So the the separation between the top part of its head and that what the white part of the belly on the top end of it actually separates. It's it, it's actually that's its stomach area. Its mouth opens. No, hold on, never mind. I was right. I was just confused. Polyworld and Polyrath don't have a mouth part. But they do have two little nose lines where Polywag's supposed mouth is. Hmm. Sketch. Sketch. Polywag gets a three. Yeah. I think honestly, the whole line for me gets a three. I think they all get a three, except Poliwhirl gets a four. I really like Poliwhirl. Yeah. All right, yeah, Polyrath still a three. Polyrath's meh. Abra gets a four. I'll give it a. I'll give it a four. I I like the I like the Abra line. I do. Abra's great. And the rest of his line's even better, but he's still great. Mm-hmm. 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 Agreed. Dabber's a five. 
I'm going to give it a 4.5 only because I feel like Alakazam is much cooler looking and gets that 5. I think they're kind of both equally cool. I can't really choose between the two. Yeah, I think they well, could. They... I think they'd work as a branch evolution. I think that's how close they are to being like also cool. It's fair. That's fair. Like, I think if. Like, I don't think anybody would bat an eye if Abra was, like, a Pokemon that had, like, two possible evolutions based on different circumstances, but he only had one. So, like, sometimes yeah. he evolves into Kadabra, sometimes he evolves into Alakazam. I don't think anybody would bat an eye, because I think Kadabra is just as, like, cool and intimidating as Alakazam. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of Alakazam, also gets a five. Absolutely. I, I wholeheartedly agree. Mega Alakazam is dope looking though. I don't know if you Um yeah. still great, but I don't think it's I, I think it loses some of Alakaz what makes Alakazam great, so I'm gonna give it a four. Mega Alakazam. But now he has five spoons. Oh, I know. Lay epic memes. All the all the ice creams that he can eat. <laughs> God damn it. Imagine all the vanillites he could go through and vanillaxis vanilla. Machop gets a three. Gets a two, man. Really? For me. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. It has like its feet are just things and it's has like fists that they're just they're, he has so much def. He has decent enough. He has more definition on his upper body than he does his lower body. Hmm. And it frustrates me. It's not aesthetically. It's like he skipped leg day. Machoke is like awesome, but the next one is just like him, but like way more awesome. So I don't think I'd give him a five, but I will give him a four point five. Machoke's solid as fuck. Yeah. I'll give him. A, I'll probably give him a choke like a three, three and a half. All right, all right. Machamp. Five. Four. Okay. Definitely a four. It is yeah. kind of weird. Uh, that he, it is kind of weird that he goes from having uh, normal human feet to like two pronged feet. Better than that, pretty good. Yeah, that is weird. <laughs> what the heck? Come on, Game Freak. What the heck happened here? You're like, I'm too lazy to draw the rest of the toes in for this guy. So, specifically because of nostalgia for something that did happen in this podcast network, some of you may know about it. Um, the whole bell sprout loud get lion gets five. God. All three of them. Jeez. No, and I believe you do not know, there, there used to be a podcast on this network called The Poke Survivor, where me and my good buddy Poker Ranger Pat competed in a elimination lock challenge with a point system to decide who was the winner. Okay. And we did Gen 1. Gen 1 was the only game we entirely finished before the show was canceled near the beginning of Season 2. Um, we... So we how the elimination lock works, if you're not familiar, is you randomly generate 12 Pokemon, and those are the only Pokemon you can use throughout the Nuzlocke. And for us, yes. we included a rule where we had, 
inspired by Blaster Radio podcast, we could choose one franchise tag. One of our 12 would be our franchise tag, our best boy, and we got to choose him. So he was like the one Pokemon we got to choose. and But also he had to be on our team at all times. And I remember very clearly wanting to think of a balanced franchise tag that wasn't like broken. But then Patrick okay. started like rushing me and like literally giving me a countdown. So I was like, you know what? You want to rush me? Fuck you. I'm going to choose a broken Pokemon. Fucking Bellsprout because rap is OP. Rap was pretty good. Uh, and like the older generation games. Because it would just keep going. Your Pokemon, yeah, your opponent gen- Pokemon wouldn't be able to move. In Gen One, it was broke as fuck. Yep, it was. It was a uh, pretty crazy. So was Thrash. Stun, Stun Spore and Rap was a deadly combo. Mm, yeah, that was very bad for Patrick and also all of my enemies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh gosh! All right, but I don't know. I'd I'd honestly give Bellsprout like a two. All right, what about Weeping Bell? I already said I already said the whole line to five. So how do you feel about Weeping Bell? Weeping Bell, you can have a you can have a three. You're 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 getting close to something. You're getting close. Victory Bell, honestly, probably for me would get a four, just because I I Victory Bell even without Victory Bell even without the Poker Survivor memories would get a five because Victory Bell's fucking awesome. <laughs> My personal opinion is different, but that's just me. I think I think Tentacool is just just a jellyfish. You get the Tentacool is cool. Yeah, see what I did there. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just, just give it some more. So what do you give Tentacool? <sighs> Tentacool? Oh man. So it was pretty fun. It was one of my it was uh one of the first few shinies I ever ran into. Um wasn't ideal, but I definitely do say that I think uh Tentacool deserves at least a three in my book. Mostly because it kind of plays to a lot of things that are uh Interesting in the Pokemon universe. Or could, mm. or could happen. It depends on your imagination. That's what it really kind of kind of comes down to. A local woman takes bath with Tentacool. <laughs> Shows up dead three days later. No, it's a real. <laughs> this is a real thing in the Pokemon manga. There's like a newspaper, and it's like about some chick taking a bath with her Tentacool. The, implica- oh, the implications there are quite interesting. Gee. What'd you uh, give Tentacle? Uh, Tentacle gets a three. Um, so I gave Tentacle a two, because it's kind of lame. His evolution's awesome. I don't think it's quite worthy of a five, but I will give it a four. Yeah, no, Tentacruel gets... Tentacruel... It's evolution for me, absolutely hands down, gets a uh, gets a four. It's it's All not right. five level, but it is really awesome. Hell yeah! Plus, you dude, you dude. Honestly, this whole line gets a five for me. So much nostalgia, so like solid. All of the puns intended. The whole line gets a five. 
It's so solid. <laughs> <laughs> it's a solid Pokemon. All right. <laughs> um, Geodude for me. The whole line gets a five for me. How about you? Uh, Geodude for me definitely gets a two. Um, it's it's a it's a fucking rock. It's a rock that punches. It's a punchy rock. It's 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 just. Ugh. Gra- Ugh. Graveler. All right, Graveler. Just to clarify, I'm giving all these the same score of five because they're all great. But Graveler is my favorite of the line. Okay. Uh, Graveler for me gets a three, just because now it's a rock with more arms. It's awesome. He's fucking awesome, dude. I used to have a I used to have a Graveler toy that was really fun to play with. Honestly, I think I like Graveler so much more than Golem that I think I'm gonna rescind all of them getting a five and give Golem a four. Still great, but I like Graveler more. That's fair. What about you? How do you feel about Golem? So it looks kind of like a snake got stuck in a boulder, but the snake happened to have arms. So it's it, it feels weird. It really does. By the way, this is only the halfway point. Just to put it in perspective for you, this is literally the halfway point. This is troublesome. All of that, all, of that, all that time we just spent, we're doing that again. <laughs> Gross. That sucks. Ponyta. So they haven't they haven't programmed the Galarian forms in here yet, I guess. But Galarian Ponyta would get a five. Um, normal Ponyta is gonna get a three point five. Yeah, I actually really do feel the same way. Like I I I absolutely do. Um, Ponyta regular is pretty cool. Uh, Galarian is hands down probably my favorite Ponytail version. It's just so yeah. much more majestic. However, Shiny Rapidash is solid for the regular form. Hands down. I was about to beautiful. say, speaking of, speaking of majestic, Rapidash in regular form gets a five. Yes. Uh, the, the Shiny, the shiny Rapidash, re, Shiny regular Rapidash gets, gets a five. In fact, I don't know how I feel about the Galarian form there. I think I'm going to give Galarian Rapidash a 4 if we were to rate that. Um, I'd, I'd give it a 4 as well. It's not But that normal great. Rapidash, it's a 5. Yes. Wholeheartedly agree. Fuck yeah. Slowpoke, iconic, dopey and funny. 5. 5. It's, it's a 5. It, it, it is absolutely a 5. Slow, slow also a five. Do you have any objections it's, there? It, I, I don't. I don't actually. I've always loved the Slowbro Slowpoke line. Fuck yeah! I, I loved it for pure aesthetic looks, not for uh, not not for combat, not for competitive because it's garbage. Oh, running Amnesia Slowbro is fun. In Gen yeah. One, Amnesia Slowbro, great. Mm-hmm. Magnemite, Magnemite. Magnemite. Now Magnemite. <laughs> Magnemite would get a three just on his own merits, but I think I have to boost him all the way to a four point five. So, so I have a tale to tell, a tale, a tragic tale. Ooh, a, a, the tragic tale of tales. The tragic tale of bzzzed the Magnemite. Bzzzed. 
Yes, that was his name. His name was Bzzzt. One day, little Riley decided he was going to do a Pokemon Sun Nuzlocke. And near the beginning of this Pokemon Sun Nuzlocke journey, he encountered a small boy. And his, he was a Magnemite, and he captured him, and his name was Bzzzt. And he fell in love with this Magnemite, because he gave him a really cute name, and... This became his best boy best friend until it unfortunately fell in a epic battle of horrible failure. And then I had to put I had to put boost boost away. I had to I had to send him out to sea with proper burial. And it was tragic. Boost was the best boy for the short time I knew him. And he's like one of the Pokemon I've had in Nuzlocke that I'll always remember because I gave him a really cute name as I became attached to him. <laughs> so right. Magnemite gets a 4.5 because of the Magnemite. <laughs> the Magnemite. That's, that's cool. He's a little bust. I'd have to give Magnemite a 3 just because Game Freak actually succeeded. Uh, and they managed to make a Pokemon that has screws in it and a ball with magnets attached to it work. Yeah. So, yeah. So, Magneton, he doesn't have, he doesn't have the, uh, attachment factor of Magnemite. Even though he does have a lot of attachment factor of Magnemite, you know what I'm saying? Because he's attached to Magnemite. <laughs> um, I still think he's solid. I'm not going to give him as high as a score if I gave Magnemite, but I'll give him a four. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, wait, you're giving Magnemite a four? I'm giving Magnemite a 4.5. I'm giving Magneton a four. Oh, Magneton? I'd probably give it a four. I'd probably give it a four. All right, all right. Um, far-fetched? Uh, three. I feel like three is actually an appropriate number for it. I'll be honest with you. Um, he's not, like, super outstanding, crazy, or amazing. He's just kind of a bird that carries around a leak. So Once we get to Gen 8, we'll talk about the ultimate redemption of far-fetched. But for oh, now, boy. he's just a three. Yeah. But for now, he's Dodo-o, just a three. There's not much. Dodo-o, this line is a five. I love the Dodo line. Super nostalgic for them. They're just solid. I like the like multi-headed thing. Dodo and Dodrio both get five. Alright. Alright. I can I can accept that. Alright, what do you give them? Dodo and Dodrio? So, Doduo, I would definitely give a 2, and Dodrio, I'd give a 3. No pun intended by how many heads they have, but simply for the fact that Doduo just looks like a clueless bird and is confused at why it exists, and, Do- and Dodrio is just like, I'm angry at everything because life doesn't understand me. Mm. Alright, next up, Seal. He's, d- he's, what the fuck? He's just a seal. Yeah. He's a seal yeah. with a unicorn horn. But I do like... The anime is giving him some points. I remember seal in the anime fondly. I'm going to give seal a three. Okay. I... 
I'll give it a... I'm, I'm kind of stuck between like the 2.5 and... Um, 2.5 because it's... It, it's... It's not really original. Three at the same time because it's adorable. Speaking of adorable, Dugong, five. I love Dugong. I have so much nostalgia for Dugong. I actually have two stories about Dugong. Okay. First is the story of when Little Riley played Pokemon Stadium. And hmm. the the rental Pokemon that actually had good movesets were very limited. And one of the rental Pokemon that actually had a pretty good moveset was Dugong. And I remember fucking destroying some of those gyms with Dugong. Yeah. I have, I have fond memories of just fucking plowing through shit in Pokemon Stadium with Dugong. Then the second memory is actually the first, like, maybe legitimate Nuzlocke attempt I had ever done was when I did a Pokemon Diamond Randomizer Nuzlocke. And my starter, who was a croconaut, he didn't last very long. He was my second death. He died, like, I think right after the first gym. So he, was, he wasn't super memorable. But what was memorable was the first Pokemon I captured. The Pokemon I captured in Route 1 lasted the whole run, and that was a dugong who I named Jenny. And hmm. Jenny was a good girl. She, she was good in the whole game. Now, this is my story. This story is always, like... I need to learn patience because of this story. Um, it's like the life lesson you learn from the from the fall of this Nuzlocke is um, there's a big grind at the end of Diamond and Pearl. Yeah, oh, God, yeah. Yeah, the, the Pokemon League is like in the 60s, and by the end, you're probably like in the 40s. That and I was like, yeah, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I don't need to grind. Okay, what the fuck is that beeping noise? I have no idea. Wonder if it'll come through on the recording. Probably will. <laughs> Uncut content. Um God, it happened again. Yeah, I Oh, but it's not like my fo- my phone disintegrating and being like, "Hey." Hmm. Huh. Well, just, um, I guess whatever it keeps happening, I don't probably just So the story ends with me deciding I don't want to grind. So basically my the deal I made with myself is I'm gonna do the berry fight before the Pokemon League. And if mm-hmm. that fight goes well, I'm confident enough to go into the Pokemon. And as it so happened, the berry fight did go pretty well. So I was like, I got this. I got this. Okay. I walked in. By the way, first of all, I walked in with only five Pokemon because I didn't yeah. want to train a six. And those yeah. five Pokemon were under leveled. So the first the first Elite Four member goes. But then the second Elite Four member comes. And that's when things go downhill. And unfortunately, the first step to things going downhill was the downfall of Jenny the Dugong. She was the first casualty of the Elite Four. She died. She was the only one who died in the second Elite Four fight. Okay. Which is when I knew that shit was going to go downhill. And that 
ended up happening. Because in the third Elite Four fight, I lost everyone except for my Entei. And my Entei had almost no PP left, so I went to the fourth fight. This is actually a big story. I've probably told it on the show before, just real quick telling for you. is um, Yeah, oh, I, absolutely, go for it. Entei is my only Pokemon left. I go and fight Lucian. I decide I'm going to fight until I can't fight anymore, until I'm out of PP, instead of just letting myself die. Lucian leads with a Mewtwo. Lucian leads with a Mewtwo. I beat the Mewtwo, but I'm all out of PP. Whatever comes out next kills me. And I'm like, please just let it be something good. Please just let it be something cool so I could say I lost something that's cool. Mm-hmm. You, you want to know what the Pokemon was that, that Lucian sent out next that I had to let, watch my Entei die to? What he sent out? Spoink. <laughs> <laughs> You lost to a Spoink? <laughs> yes. That's so tragic. I beat, a, I beat a Mewtwo and then immediately lost to a Spoink. Oh my god. Only in a randomizer could such a thing occur. That's so tragic. That is so it tragic. Very, it was very tragic. That is bitter and sweet. It ain't sweet at all for me, brother. Um, Sweet for me hearing the story. <laughs> what, what'd you what'd you give Dugong for rating? Dugong got Dugong got a four. Okay, Grimer. I think this whole I think both, both members of this line get the five. Mm. Grimer's Grimer's really cute and Muck is really nostalgic, so I think they both get five. Uh, I I honestly I don't really like either one of them. Oh shit. Yeah, I. They're just, they're just toxic waste spills. But they're toxic waste spills with personality. Damn it. I guess. But I'm. I honestly, I'd give both of them a three. He's just so cute and happy. He's just. He's a pile of sludge, but he doesn't care. He's just cute and happy. I guess. I think things nowadays that are like that look like this are definitely way more attractive, like more adorable than they used to be back then. So, by the way, just before we continue, we got a lot more to cover here. We got. I'm just gonna say right now for you guys, we're. I I think we're gonna skip Pokemon of the episode and showdown. This is like a special making this a two-parter. Yeah. um, Later, I would make. I would totally appreciate that. Are you looking to get out of here? Um, no. You want to go mean, raid with the others, huh? Is that no, what it is? Not really. Okay. I'm just getting a headache. I really... Oh, shit. I really want to get through the original 150, at least. I really want to do this by gens, and I think the other gens are going to get easier as we go on, but we got to power through the 151. All right. Um, okay. We're going to, for this series, for this little mini-series of episodes, we're going to not do the other segments. We're just going to do what we're doing in Pokemon and then this for future reference and for current reference. So Muck also gets a five. What are you giving Muck? I'll give it a three. Definitely a three. It's just again not original, and it's a pile of sludge. Shelter. I really like Shelter. 
He's just cute. He's got a little tongue sticking out. I think <laughs> both of these get a five. Because I like Cloyster real a lot, and I also like Shelter a lot. I think they both get fives. So I like Shelter. I think Shelter definitely gets a 3.5. It's very adorable. It sticks his tongue out. Uh, I find that to be probably the most best attribute of it, because it looks like it's just sticking its tongue out at you. Um, Cloyster, I would definitely give a four, because it just looks so devious. Question of the day, how did Cloyster get past the sensors? Cloyster is literally a vagina. <laughs> He's crazy. He's literally a vagina. Well, yeah, I guess I was. I guess I wasn't gonna make that reference. Well, I made it, so hush. It's legitimately, legitimately a vagina. Yes. That little horn right there. Which probably can, configures positively, which is why I get to five. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Gasly. Four. I think, yeah, four. Hands down. Yep, hands down, four. Uh, and, and I think both Hunter and Gengar get fives from me. They do, actually. They, they definitely do. They are They're one both. of my favorite ghost types. Just okay. a couple of my favorite skip, skip right to 95, which is Onyx. 3.5? The <sighs> Less than one? Less than one. Why? Let's put a bunch of boulders in a row. <laughs> Name it I Onyx. Guess? I don't, I don't like know, it. man. Do not like it. Drowsy. Drowsy's. Wow. <laughs> I do not like Drowsy. I'll give Drowsy a 3.5. You're just too nice. <laughs> I'd give Drowsy on his own official canon merits a 3.5. But I think I'm going to boost into a four again because of Pokemon Worlds are United because one of the main characters has a drowsy name to do it and I love it so much. He's just like, mm. he just like eats everything all the time and it's very funny. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hypno also gets a four. For me. I'll give it a... Th- uh, Hypno can get a three because he looks like... He looks very. What's the word I'm looking for? Almost Victorian style. He got that weird, like, poofy circlet around its neck, and he he looks like he's supposed to be like almost prim and proper. But yet, like, by the way, I'm also a magician. You are getting very sleepy. Very he looks sleepy. Like, he looks like what I would want my hypnotherapist to look like. I don't. I don't think I'd want my hypnotherapist to look like this. Honestly, I think I'd be a little intimidated. Like aesthetically pleasing, this is what I would want it to look like. If I wanted one to look like a hypnotherapist, Krabby. He's just a crab, but he's also iconic. Three. Yeah, I, I'll give it a three. It's 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 a crab. 
and I like crab. Crab tastes good. Kingler, I don't think, I don't think he stands above in a way that the fours do, but he's better than Krabby, so I'm gonna say three point five. Definitely a three point five. All right, we're at a hundred. Um, Voltorb. <laughs> I think Voltorb's my first one. It definitely is a one. <laughs> it's a Pokeball with eyes. <laughs> I like him, but he is just wildly uncreative. You are correct. Electrode, on the other hand, I think I like the personality they put in Electrode, so I think Electrode gets a three for me. Uh, that's fair. It's just an upside-down poke. Yeah, but I think Voltorb was kind of like, he didn't feel like a, his own personality-driven thing, because the eyes are pretty much just copy and pasted from Haunter. Mm-hmm. But I think Electrode's expressions give him more of a personality, which is why I think he deserves a three. Hmm. Execute, I love Execute as a concept. I think Execute, if it wasn't for the cracked egg, I'd give it a five. Because that fucks with me, I'm going to give it a four. Can't make an omelet without cracking an egg. Yeah, but it's like one of your friends has like major pain damage over there, and you guys don't even seem to care. Or he's always in the back, so they're just trying to protect it. Mmm. That's why they look so intimidating. 4.5. I'll give it a three and a half. Alright. Because I like eggs. Executor gets a five. A little ex- Executor would get a fucking six. Oh, well, <laughs> Just kidding, he'd also get a five. I'm not going to break rating for a little bit of Executor. But they I, I like Executor. Uh, it looks okay. Um, I'll, Probably like a three, but the Lowland would definitely get like a five just because it would make a great Pokemon to have out in the shade. Hell yeah. Cubone! He's sad. He's Four. sad boy. I agree. He gets a four because he's a sad boy, but he's a badass. He's a sad boy. Marowak, I think, also gets a four. Alolan Marowak would get, a again, a, I'd, I'd say a fucking Alolan six. Alolan gets five. a five. Oh, yeah, yeah Alolan Marowak, that. hands down, gets a five. That guy. Marowak, four. Normal Marowak, four. What'd you give normal Marowak? Oh, a three. Eh. Hitmonlee. Uh, five. He has a special place in my heart. I don't think he's worth a five. Uh, so I'm going to say 4.5. He's, he's close, a, uh, doesn't quite hit the mark. He's a five for me because he was one of my favorite uh, fighting type Pokemon in general. I always chose Hitmonlee. It's just he's so thoroughly outclassed by... Primeape in terms of like a well-designed fighting type, but I don't think he deserves the five. Yeah, I guess. I, I don't know. I just really liked him. Himonchan, really solid. I like him. Not as much as Himonlee. But it's not that big of a gap, so I'll say, since I give Himonlee a 4.5, I'll give Himonchan a 4. This one. 
What's I never ch- a three. I never. I I never ten. Ever. Understandable. Like a tongue. Uh, <laughs> Is that like a tongue uh, moon for me? Five. <laughs> uh, I. Old me would also give it a five. But I also got tricked into reading some very interesting Lickitung fan fiction. I think you can instantly determine where that goes. Oh, yeah. That's why it gets a five. (laughs) Oh, my God. You know what? You're right. You're right. You know what? Absolutely right. Five. Imagine if you're... For for maybe the one female in the audience, just just think about Lickitung for a second. (laughs) <laughs> just consider what lick a tongue could do for you in your life what could lick a tongue do for you <laughs> <laughs> the human race would go extinct because men would not be needed anymore if lick a tongue were real Anyway, coughing. So I'm gonna ruin I'm gonna ruin coughing for you in the same way he was ruined for me. Are you ready? Sure. Is coughing hard or soft? What do you think? Is he hard or soft? Does it matter? I guess not. But somebody posed this question on Twitter and I was like, oh god. I had not even considered the avenue of coughing being soft before. <laughs> soft coughing. Um, I'm gonna give coughing... I'm gonna give coughing a four. Coughing solid. I like coughing. I'll give it a three. I'm out of here. Weezing gets a five. Weezing like can have Weezing can have a three and a half. Uh, Galorian wow. Weezing can have a five. Oh, hundred percent. Top hats. Bro. Anybody, anybody who will wear uh, smokestack top hats and green mustache is is a five in my book. All right, one eleven is Rihul. Three. I would probably say three if I was being generous, because it does look cool with its armored body. But right on the Mm. four. Right on's good and cool, but he's not the best. I'd say four. Three point five or one of the. Okay. Chancey's a five. This thing is an eight. A... <laughs> what does it get? You're glitching out again. It's an HP tank. Like it, it can just have so much. Uh, it can have so much health points. Yes, it can. All right. What's your What's your number? Uh, four. All right. 
Hampini would get a five. We'll get there in Gen Four. <laughs> I have a, I have a big, I have a big story about Hapini, which you guys, I think, have already heard somewhere. Yeah, probably. But it was a Pokemon tabletop game that um, it was um, ran by a not so friend of the show who used to be a friend of the show. Yeah, he ran a table. He ran a tabletop game, and it was a really good time. And I had a Hapini, and I was very obsessed with it because it was very adorable. Mm. Tangela, <sighs> I'm nostalgic for Tangela. I think entirely because of nostalgia, it gets a five. I think it can have. Uh... Oh no! I almost want to say a three because I'm not a super huge, fan, but it's not a bad Pokemon. I've always been into Tangela. That's fair. Kangaskhan, five. Five for sure. How about Mega Kangaskhan? Do you think that that improves or definitely a five? Okay. Horsey, adorable, iconic, four, memorable from the anime, five. Hmm. Okay. Cedra still awesome, but le- weakest out of the three. Even though we won't get to the third in the line until next time, four. I'll give it a. F- I-, I think a five, honestly, in my opinion. Really? Big Cedra guy? Oh, yeah. Love them. Understandable. Goldings of one. How about you? What do you think about Goldine? Definitely. I I want to say one, only because I just, I'm, I'm just not a huge fan of it. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah. It's just another fish. Seeking, I think, is another smack dab in the middle one. For real, I'll give it 2.5. Yeah. Mm. Mm. That's rough. I'll probably... Eh. I'll give it a 2.5. All right. Staryu gets a three. Say four for Staryu, just because I do kind of like the base, like style design for it. I think Staryu is kind of like an unextraordinary. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. I think he's in the. I think he's in the same vein as Mankey, where he's just kind of a lackluster precursor to an awesome evolution. Hmm. Starmie okay. gets a five. Speaking of awesome evolutions, Starmie gets a five for sure. Hell yeah! Mr. Mime. It's a controversial one. one. Some love it, some hate it. One. One. Now, Mr. Mime. 
I've once heard there once was a podcast called Waifu War Wars by comedian Asterios Kokonos where he would pit two anime people against each other mm-hmm. and would argue their waifus, which waifu was better. And there was one episode where this is where M- YouTuber Monkey Jones and his buddy Asperger argued each other for their waifus. And Asperger hmm. brought, in, brought in a normal waifu. He brought in Hinata from Naruto, a pretty good waifu. But Monkey brought in Mr. Mime. And you know what? You know what? Not bad arguments. Not bad. Hmm. Some of the. Now I see Mr. Mime and I'm like, this would be. Now all I can say when I see Mr. Mime, I'm like, oh, I, I now know, thanks to Monkey Jones, that Mr. Mime would be an adequate spouse. <laughs> huh. Eh, I mean, it's helpful, I suppose. <laughs> Three. He's alright. Yeah, I just, I'm just not, I guess in case of helpfulness, I guess a three would work. Scyther, five. Scyther, hands down, just definitely gets a five. Fuck yeah. Jinx, two. <sighs> One. <laughs> really? Damn. Doesn't even get a point, shit. Well, he gets a point, but. Just, Everybody just gets a point one. Pretty much. That's fair. <sighs> Electabuzz five. I'll give it a four point five because I I reserve I reserve five for for Electivire. Yeah, I think actually I'm gonna have to say that the same thing four point five, and then when we get to Electivire, that's gonna get the five. Yeah. Magmar, I think it's the same case. Magmortar's fucking awesome, and we'll get there, but Magmar is yeah. a four. Definitely. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Pinsir five. Mega, like, seven out of five. Holy shit. I just... I'm not a huge fan of Pinsir. I never have been. It can have a three, really? just because it does look kind of cool, but yeah, I just... Alright, understandable. Tauros? It's like, it's just a bull, but also it's iconic. Three. It's big, I give it. Alright, alright. Magikarp. You see, I once... I once knew... I once knew a girl by the name of Magikarp Lover. Really? Yes, um, this is actually, I don't think I've talked about a lot of my stories of these people. I've talked about them before in passing, but my first, like, group of internet friends was a group that centered around a streamer called Michael the Pokemon. And we okay. had, like, a little community that would go watch his streams, and I had a bunch of different friends in that community including brad which is the only friend i've really retained from that time that i've really kept in consistent contact with but one of my friends from that group was named magikarp lover and she's a very interesting individual very just 
interesting, which gave me more love for Magikarp than I already do. Just my memories of Magikarp lover being Magikarp lover. Mm-hmm. So I think Magikarp gets a five, as does Gyarados. Alrighty. Uh, Gyarados, I, Gyarados. Get, I think Gyarados would give, probably get me uh, about a 4.5. It looks cool, but uh, it's it's still it's not really my cup of tea for Pokemon. Alright. We only got like 20 more to go. We got this. Lapras. Four. Ah, uh, same. Four. It's good. Oh, yeah. I feel like four is just an appropriate number for it. Ditto was in my top ten favorite Pokemon. I love it to death. Five. hundred percent. Ditto five. can be Ditto's five, because it can be anything. Ditto's a high five. Be. Ditto's a high five. A high five. Six out of five. Huh. Hundred out of five. Whoa. Ditto's great. Eevee, there's no way to not give Eevee a five. You're you're blind if you don't give five. Well, then I guess I'm blind, because I'm only going to give it a three and a half. What? Yep. Only gets a three and a half for me. Alright, I'm going to let Odin take the wheel for the next three Pokemon, because I'm, I'm going to also go out and live and say every all three of the evolutions are fives. <clears throat> Odin has some more detailed thoughts on each of them, so he's going to get to take the wheel for a minute. If he does. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. Uh, I mean, I could, I can. That's okay. I mean, if you have if you have different scores for each of the evolutions and reasons why. Mm. Um. So, a lot of the evolutions, uh, for me, I think a couple of them look really dumb, but most of them look pretty cool. Like Vaporeon. I mean, I really we're only like... covering the first three right now. Don't hold your horses. Oh, yeah. Hold... yeah. Okay. So Vaporeon gets a four. Jolteon gets a five. And Flareon gets a four. Okay. Yeah, they're all just adorable and cool, which is why I get them all five. I don't think... I think there's only one evolution. No, I don't don't think there's an actual evolution that is under a four for me. Porygon gets overshadowed later once it evolves. Like, I feel like I forget about the original Porygon sometimes just because... I really like both Porygon 2 and Porygon Z. Yeah. They're cool Pokemon, but like Porygon's kind of just like the weird baby of that that you never really think about. That's fair. Um, I like the Porygon. I'll give, I'll give it a 2.5. I, I, I'm probably going to give it a 3. Okay, okay. Um, Omnite? <sighs> it's a, it's, a, it's cute. It, it's cute. I'm going to give it a 3.5. Okay. Amistar 5. I love Amistar. I'll give that one a 4. Like, it's 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 cool, but it's not... Kabuto uh, eh. 3? 4. Really? Mm-hmm. Why do you like Kabuto? Out of curiosity. Um, it's, it kind of rolls into, like, the isopods, uh, style crab, like, crustacean kind of style thing for me. Um, it, it's kind of tough to explain. 
It really honestly is. It reminds me a lot, like Wimpod remind, reminded me a lot of Kabuto. Mm-hmm. And I really like, and I really like the uh, Wimpod Galisopod line. So I really like the uh, Kabuto Kabutops line. Oh yeah! Speaking of liking the Kabutops line, next is Kabutops. He gets a five. Absolutely, gets that Hell five. Yeah. Hardcore gets that five. Oh, I feel I can't remember the name of. I can't remember the name of Jolly's Kabutops. Oh shit! I used to be able to recall like any fucking nickname for Blastburn Radio. Ah, oh, that fucking Kabutops is so cool too. He fucking murdered shit. What was his fucking name? The which one? Uh, he's from a podcast. Probably never heard. Blastbird Radio. No, I haven't. Yeah, it's an Aslock podcast. And in the first season, one of the hosts had a Kabutops that fucking murdered shit all the time. And I can't remember its name. I feel bad. Hmm. It's just a murder machine. Aerodactyl? Five? It's a three point five. It's a qu- it's a five with a question mark. Like, yeah, I think he deserves the five, but only just barely squeaks into it for me. Yeah, Snorlax five, no question, literally no question. Four, because I think it could be less lazy. I'm just gonna move on. I'm not even gonna touch that. Articuno, five. Best of the legendary birds. All of the legendary I'll, birds get a five. I'll give it a four. Articuno is the best one. I'll give it a four. Zapdos also gets a five. Five. I give all three of them five. Best of the birds for you? Uh yeah. Zapdos is the best one for me. I don't even I don't even like Moltres. I think Moltres is like a three. No, I really like Moltres too. They all get fives for me. Yeah. Regini is the cute little snake baby. I give it a four. It's 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 um, I think a I think four actually this, would probably be I pretty think I give this whole I think I give this whole line a four. I I'm gonna give Dragonite probably like a four point five, but I, all the other ones get four. Okay, so Dragonite Dratini Dragonite four. You give Dragonite a four point five, I give it a four. Um all right, the last two. Here we go. Mewtwo. Five. Five, obviously. He's just so iconic. He's the first real climactic legendary Pokemon. Five, obviously. And then, yeah, Mewtwo's just And then last is Mew. Last is Mew, five. Uh, yeah, I think... Five would do pretty good because it can also turn into any Pokemon. Yep. Yep. Alright, that's Gen 1, folks. We did it. <laughs> next time next time I get fed up with the others, I'll pull Odin into my personal recording chat. We'll do another one of these. Uh, alrighty then. And by that I mean probably the week after. I think we'll make this this is like a little eight-episode miniseries. I think we should try to make it every other week until we finish it. To be fair. Okay, so next time will be probably the Galar starter debates. And then the time after Ooh. that, we'll do Johto. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. 
So that'd, that'd be really good. That's the end of this episode. Genji and Penguins not are not here, so the Pokemon of the episode and quiz doesn't need to happen. And also, we've been doing at the, at this for uh, over two hours. It's a good episode. Yeah. Odin, where can our listeners find you on the internet? Do you have any? You can you can find places? me on Twitter uh, at by Odin's beard. That's pretty much really all. All right. You can find me on Twitter at Riley Tweets. You can find as for Pixels Media. You can find the main show Pixels Polygons and Fun wherever podcasts are found. You can find the Pixels Media Bitch Shoot, Pixels Media pa- Capital P Capital M on Bitch Shoot. We I do a bunch of Let's Plays there. We're gonna release some. I've already recorded some Let's Plays with Gingy that he has to send me so I can put them out. And yeah, it's a good time. Good good channel. Um <sighs> The Riley, the Riley podcast mega feed. You have a Spotify, you have a Stitcher. Go find the Riley podcast mega feed. It's the, your center for all independently produced podcasts by me, Riley Brooks. Shows such as the Riley Indian Movie Review podcast, Peg and Cola are bored is archived there. Um, fucking largest issue in the galaxy, all there in one convenient podcast feed on Spotify and Stitcher, the Riley Podcast Mega Feed. Go subscribe. Thank you all for listening to Pokemon Variety Hour. Thank you for (laughs) going on this journey with me, Odin, and somehow sitting here and rating Pokemon for two hours and still being like, yeah, we'll do this again. Uh, it's, it's, uh, It's a long process. It's a long process, but it's a fun process. I had a great time. Yeah. I had a good time. And we're going to do it again. And it's, it's going to be easier with Johto because there's 51 less Pokemon. Jesus. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> that is really good. All right. Um, thank you all for listening to Pokemon Variety Hour. I've been Riley. I've been Odin. And we'll see you guys next time. An actual uh, traditional edited episode of the show. Woot! <laughs>